0: Hello and welcome. Hey. So who do we have the pleasure of having visit us here at Quirkyville today?
1: Well, I am not or not the poet.
0: Snapping our fingers, snapping our fingers.
1: <laughs> hey. <laughs>
0: so Nat, how's your day going?
1: My day is going pretty good. Um, my hair is done. My makeup is done today. So Ooh, I'm that's, gonna, always, right. that's always a plus, right?
0: <laughs> I'm not going to sure. look. I'm not going <laughs> to front on that. When I, <clears throat> like, not that I put so much makeup on like a daily basis, but I need to have my eyebrows, you know, like I need to put my, my eyebrows done. I need to put my mascara, some blush, and I'll be. You know, I could go on my day, but when I don't have anything on, sometimes I'm a big ball of crank. Like, I could, yeah, I could, like, I could <laughs> feel like, ugh, you know, and that's, I don't know what that's about. Yeah. Why do we feel that way?
1: I guess it's because we're so used to like, you know, going out and like putting our makeup on real quick or whatever the case may be. And like, because we're not really exactly. doing much right now. It's just like, okay you know, I'm 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 gonna choose a day out of the week to do this and then just go on and my
0: for the day. I know. <laughs> Tell me about it. and then when we first started the whole um staying home thing, I was like putting some like, you know, I would put some blush on my face, blah, blah, blah. And then like, you know, oh two weeks later, I was like, ah oh. like fuck this shit. I'm yeah. I'm not putting nothing on my face. I'm gonna let my face just be but then sometimes it just makes me cranky. I don't know.
1: <laughs> yeah. I- I'm trying not to go out too much. Like, the last time that I went mm-hmm. out for real, for real, was uh, the day of my exhibit last Thursday. But other than that, uh-uh. Oh,
0: mm-hmm. tell me about your exhibit. How did that go? And how were how did that come about? Like, how were you able to have uh, an exhibit, actually? Or, or have your work shown there?
1: Well, I had taken the picture, because my uncle sent us, like, a a, a pack of masks to use okay. here while we're in Florida and um, one of the masks ended up being the one with the black and white American okay. flag on it and there was also the option of the the, the red, mm-hmm. white, and blue American flag. Because of what's happening, I was like, no, 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 no. I'm not wearing the red, white, and blue flag. I'm going to wear this black and white one because it means more to me right now. Um, so I took mm-hmm. a picture with it that I had posted on social media with And I turned it black and white um, because of what it signified or whatever. And then the day after I posted it, um, I learned that the American flag or well, what I learned was that military people, when they turn their IDs upside down to security or whatever, that means that they're in distress. So the fact that the stars were in distress, were upside down in that mask, signify that the country gotcha stress
0: i didn't know that i didn't know that that's what
1: so it meant me, me neither until a few weeks ago i was like oh snap that's crazy so um one of my friends he was like natalie you need to put this in a gallery as soon as possible like this cannot go mm-hmm. seen by other people so i'm like all right you know i'll try to figure something out lo and behold he's like well there is a place in downtown Orlando that is taking art all the time. You mm-hmm. can try to see what's up there. So I, I got their number. I, you know, emailed a couple people. And lo and behold, again, um, there was a show starting June 18th for women's okay. art only. So I did my submission. I paid the submission fee. And I talked to the people. And they're like, all right, well, good thing about this is that it's all inclusive. So everyone that submits their stuff will get their stuff shown at the show so So you had your
0: your picture I know that you had your picture printed right into a shirt
1: yeah yes and that was the first step because I was like all right cool well I'll wear the shirt with the picture on it to the exhibit now the shirt came about because one of my other friends was like no no, no, no. this This picture has to be on the shirt so i was like here go these people." <laughs> which is
0: good them. it's good ideas this. they're good ideas yeah
1: they're great ideas but uh, at the same time it was like oh my god like once one person sees this shirt now i'm gonna have like 17 different
0: people uh, uh, excuse me so by <laughs> wanting 17 other people i'm included in those 17 other people <laughs>
1: because it's a dope shirt it
0: was it's just crazy how you just took this one picture right and just because of this one picture and the whole the whole flag the whole black and white with what's going on right now you took it you slapped it on a shirt and you're making a sale you're making a sale but you're also trying to get a message across so you get two exactly. things out of one, and that was like the coolest thing. Yeah.
1: yeah. It was pretty cool. And then also being at the exhibit um there was people cuz I you know obviously I, I went to the exhibit on Thursday with okay. the mask on that I was wearing the picture and the shirt on. So it was like triple the mask, triple the Did shirt, you just stand the there in front, your,
0: in front of your in front of your I did. Did you just stand I there said... like really still like if you were like a mannequin like you
1: I mean, not like a mannequin, but I had people coming up to me like, uh, you know, like, why why that picture? So why why that, why why that
0: picture? Why exactly? What did you tell well, them when they asked you that question?
1: Well, I mean, I was like, look at what's going on around us. Look at where we are. We're in mm-hmm. downtown Orlando, you know, where this is a melting pot of diversity when it comes to exactly. artists. But mostly, mostly you know, black men and women who are a big part of this community when it comes to our art community like I I've been telling people for the last month like I am a small tiny part of what's happening in this Mm -hmm. city art wise but when you look around me it's you know many black men and women who are incredible at what they do and it's my job it's always been my job I feel to support them and work alongside Mm -hmm. them and help them you know get their messages across so I felt like that was the perfect opportunity for me to really show my solidarity with that community and people yeah, love that I, I was like I wasn't expecting that but this is for you guys you know what I mean and everyone just oh my god the, the message was beautiful the, the receiving of the message was beautiful but then you know of course there are certain people who were not too happy with that message and I said well why weren't they happy
0: with the why know, were, were they bothered by it
1: because they don't necessarily agree with people standing in solidarity with okay, black yeah. women. Mm-hmm. So I was like, hmm. Well, that's nice, but you can. Yeah, I going.
0: mean, you gotta stand up for what you believe in, and not have anyone, you know, I guess, interfere with
1: mm-hmm.
0: your. That's your belief, right? It's it's your right to, right. to speak exactly. your mind. Um, and speaking about speaking your minds, I know that you have been speaking your minds now for a couple of years, like literally, like, that's why you call yourself Nat (laughs) the poet. Yes.
1: Yes. Yes. And
0: in a a, (laughs) a previous uh, episode that I just did, I was speaking about purpose, about what our purpose is in life. And there are some people that are lucky enough to find their purpose, you know, like they're able to grab onto it in time and and evolve, you know, and make it something beautiful. Yeah. And I can say that about you yeah. because I remember from you know years ago how you would just start writing and writing and writing. You're re- you're into music, art, the photography, but the poems and and what you write. Is very special. You know, you you express yourself in that way. So from the beginning, what made you want to start writing?
1: Well, I mean, and I always say this. I grew up around rappers Mm -hmm. and music lovers. So I felt like it was just second nature to kind of pick up a pen and paper and start trying it out on my you know start trying it out myself and it wasn't until I was like 13 or 14 where I was like oh this is kind of cool and I had always written like that was like always like a thing for me you know short stories long stories you know whatever but then poetry um kind of always stuck out to me because it was like what everyone else around me mm-hmm. was doing so I was like all right cool so I guess I'll try it too but I never really showed anybody yeah. anything um It wasn't until I took a creative writing workshop class one of my last semesters in school, like seven years ago, where one of my professors read a poem that I wrote. And he was like, Okay, there is an open mic next month here on campus, and you need to write something because I'm not letting you say no. And you have to.
0: So your professor actually um, pushed you. Like he believed in you. And he said, You have, like he, I guess, introduced you to that. Okay.
1: Uh, yeah. He did. And so I went. I did that Superman home mm-hmm. that everyone loves. Um, and ever since then, he was like, you have to keep going. You cannot mm-hmm. stop this. And I would go to open mics, you know, all the time. Little cafes, restaurants, whatever the case may be. And then about a year later, or like not even a year, but like eight months later, I get introduced to this girl who wants to start an open mic mm-hmm. i had done a show for her um like in okay i started all this like september of 2013 and i met her in november of 2013 i had done i had done one showcase for her seven or eight months later i saw her again at a barbecue and she was like yo i'm starting an open mic in a couple of weeks and i need you to come perform but you have mm-hmm. to say yes and i said what is it with people and making me do things that i probably don't want to do so i was like <laughs> I was like, all right, yeah, sure, we'll go, we'll do this. Um, mm-hmm. And thanks to that show, I mean, I've gained a name in the community of Orlando. I've, I was even their intern for a couple of months until I became wow. until I became their official admin. Even, even Anthony came to a show just to see me perform for one night and went right back the next day. I was like, all right, cool. Um, oh, I, I am <laughs> Yeah, for real. Um, And then after that, it was just show after show. I mean, I even performed in New York one time. That was big for me. I was like, what is going on? And ever since then, it was just show after show after show features on certain mixtapes or like on a song or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then after the songs and everything else and all the performances that open mics and everything else, I published the two books.
0: What's the name of your, your books?
1: Uh, the first one is Alone at the Roundtable. That one released mm-hmm. on June 4th of 2019. And then the second one is Vuela, which released on February 16th of this year.
0: And where can people purchase these books? On
1: Amazon.com. And if you buy them together, they're actually bundled for twenty nine fifty. So that's not bad.
0: That's not bad. That's a good price. And these and and what when you first started doing your shows, was there any um, fear like the stage, the the stage fright or the fear of actually going? Did you have to kind of um, second guess yourself about actually performing or were you like ready to do it? Nothing was going to stop you.
1: Oh, I was terrified. I did not comfortable doing it but i was like no people need to hear these pieces because somewhere or another someone's going to relate to this and want to hear it every day or want to work with me or whatever the case may be and that's exactly what happened every every show that i did i would get more and more and more nervous till this day when i think about oh my gosh i have to do a show today or whatever the case may be i'm like oh my god Mm -hmm. am i ready for this like do i want to do this today sometimes it would get so bad where i would just be like you know, I'm not going to go to this open mic today because it's just... I'm not sitting right with it.
0: And yeah, I've yeah. That for
1: months and people in that come out and think, like, no, 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 it's okay, it's fine. And I just... I mean... Well, that happens, you know? People have... Yeah.
0: Even, like, yeah. artists, too. Like, our singers and, and, and rappers and dancers and all that, they, you know, they and other poets, too, so they go through the same thing. For sure. They, you know, they have their... Their, their times where they just want to sink into a hole and not come out for a while <laughs> <laughs> that
1: was me for a long time in 2014 i was like nope i'm not doing this today this is not happening today nope try me next week next week would come okay i'm not, i'm still not, i'm still not not doing this today it's not gonna happen so try try me next month and that's exactly wow. what happened
0: do you remember do you remember what made you or like kind of like what motivated you into getting back into um performing you know on on these open mics
1: well, the fact that people were like, Nat, if you don't do this show, like it's not going to be the same. So you have to come today. You know, We need you. The people need you. The city needs you. I was like, oh, God. Uh, uh, I don't want to do this. Come on.
0: Nat, the city needs you, girl. That's ex- I was like,
1: man, come on. Don't do that to me. And then, eventually- How you going to let the city down? <laughs> eventually, can't. because of that, I became the heart of the city like people would really call me that like you guys can't do that to me that's not fair
0: oh that's a beautiful thing if you are able to have people say that yeah about you and not just alone that people are saying it like you know it's just it's a good feeling within you because you're like wow like if I could come this far who knows what else I'm capable of
1: right and that's exactly how the books came about I mean one of them I like the first one I was writing it for seven years and no one knew about it and then okay. one day I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna go ahead and publish this book already because I'm tired of holding it in. People need to see this. And I'm like that's it. And then that. So in
0: your mind, you how did you go about doing that? Like you know, because a lot of people want to write books. Like I want to write a book too. Yeah. But it's 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 difficult to just you know you could think about it, but to take the extra step to actually do it. You know what made you say or do? You know, what is it that 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 um separates you actually from from other people that do actually want to do it but don't do it? I what's the what's the secrets is what I wanna ask.
1: I don't know. I just feel like one day I woke up and was like, No, people need to people want these poems, you know, on their coffee tables, next to their beds, in their gym bag, in their cars or whatever the case may be. Like people want these books or poems. Okay. So one day I was just sitting I was sitting in my room and I just started to write like, but the thing is that it was pieces that people had already heard so many times and seen so many times. that I felt were like the staple of the start to my career. Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay, these need to be the first ones in this book because this is what started everything for me. And this is the, these are the first people poems that people heard and the first poems that people loved so much. So I was basically just, Putting that into the books and everything. And obviously like newer pieces or whatever. But the first couple of poems in that book. Are poems that people have been listening to for six or seven years now. So so the whole process of putting the book together was tedious. Because I am the person with the least patience. And it was just so (laughs) annoying. But I got (laughs) it right. And I was like, you know what? Here you go, people. You got it. You're welcome. Now leave me it. alone.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, I mean. So do you feel, so now you have two books out. Do you feel that there is, um, there's another book kind of like stirring up inside of you that you want to um, publish and whatnot?
1: Of course, because these first two were just small glimpses into what I can do or what I feel I can do. Um, okay. You know, next probably. I mean, since quarantine started, I've probably written at least fifteen poems.
0: Mm-hmm. Wow.
1: Because all I do. i mom only
0: wrote three. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you know, like I I used to write when I was little, <laughs> and I'm trying to start again because you know, being in these situations kinds and actually having so much time makes you know it opens up your mind. Yeah,
1: that's exactly. And, what
0: there's so much to write about right now. Yeah, this is crazy. Yeah, You can write, anybody right now can write us just a story alone with all the crap that's been happening.
1: Exactly. Like, for me, at the beginning of the whole quarantine with the whole COVID thing, I was not inspired at all. But then...
0: Why? Why? Tell me why.
1: It There was just so much information being thrown at us that I didn't know what to think or what to actually believe or, like, what to really listen. It got to the point where I had to turn the news off. I was like, no, I can't listen to any more news. It's not... It's not I, I was getting anxious. like I I, yeah, we'll I, I I would have really bad anxiety attacks, listening to news. so I would just shut that out. But then, you know, here comes May with all this police brutality stuff. I said, okay, here's here's where I come in now.
0: exactly you know,
1: here's where I have to where I felt like I had to speak up for my friends who didn't know what to say or what to think or how to feel or scared to go out. even I was like, no this, this, this is not okay. None of this is okay. So, you know, one of my pieces, King, that I wrote in 2015. Which
0: is um, like, that's like a banger. Like, you know how people have like music that they distribute and that's the banger, like that's the hit? Yeah. That poem is amazing.
1: And I, I love that poem so much because of what it signifies. You know what I mean? Exactly. And everyone loves it. Everyone that has ever heard it. Seen it, read it, shared it, they love it. So exactly I felt like, okay, I gave them that five years ago and it's still happening. I have to say something else. Yeah. So first I wrote Sunflower, which is basically a continuation of King because of what it says. And then I wrote Why did
0: you call it? Why did you, if you don't mind me asking, why did you name it Sunflower? Because Because you know, like King, and then you have Sunflower.
1: Right. Because in King, I say. You are a sunflower. Hold on. Um, you are a sunflower growing from the strongest soil and I will water you till the day you can get to to the day you are strong enough to hug me again. Wow, okay. So because of I that see. line itself, I felt like, okay, I told him he was a king. Now I have to remind him of what he's actually worth. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I That's wrote great. Sunflower and then and then I wrote Breathless, which talks about how I feel selfish for being able to breathe the same air that George Floyd was asking for in that moment. Okay, you know, and then after that, I wrote Gringa, which yeah, I mm-hmm. felt was gonna be received very wrong.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. you're gonna have backlash for it,
1: right? But I didn't, and I was like, oh, snap. Yeah, because Gringa is about you know this little white girl or this lookalike white girl who goes Mm -hmm. and defends her friends from being targeted by cops. And how us as white Latinas and white Hispanics have that privilege and how it's not fair because- And that's what
0: I said before with my friend. I said, I can't relate Mm -hmm. because I am Hispanic, but I'm white as paper. Exactly. And for some reason, I will. N- I have never to this day gotten stopped. I don't know how, what's going to happen from here on out. Right. But I haven't gotten stopped on the street just for walking in the street. You know what I'm saying? Right.
1: And, and you know, sometimes we have to kind of check our privilege. Like, yo, like, sometimes things don't happen because of who they're around. Mm-hmm. And that's a really sad way to think. But at the same time, it's like, yo, that's crazy you know?
0: It's just sad. It's so sad. It
1: is. But, like I said, I wrote Linga, and I showed it to a couple people before posting it, because I wanted to know, like, if it was okay. Mm -hmm. And the one thing I was told many times was this is the perspective we need, now. You have to share this poem. It cannot go unseen. I said, okay, as long as I have you guys' permission and okay, then I'll go ahead and post it. But I sat on that poem for, like, a week before I posted it.
0: Yeah, that's the thing with, um, exposing certain things about how we feel and certain words that we want to speak, mm-hmm. because we don't want them to be projected like in the wrong way. We're not trying to say anything wrong, you know what I'm saying? But um, right. sometimes people will take our words and mix them up and say that we're saying something else when that's not what we're saying you know what i'm saying we're trying to give a positive message right but then you have the negative people that want to make it into a negative like they misconstrue everything like they take everything out of context you know right but i like that you did that uh gringa poem i actually heard it and it was good good it was good It's good you got something going for you and I'm very proud of you because um you don't give up yep you keep it going no matter what mm-hmm. day by day you do what you gotta do
1: I think that's all we have at, like I feel like nowadays like that's all we have to remember is that like, we have to just keep going because at any at any moment it can stop you know exactly.
0: So yeah, it could be taken away from you or you don't know what could happen. You don't know, especially now, you don't know what is going to happen tomorrow. Yep. Like for or later on in the day for what
1: example,
0: for us to be surprised about. Like really?
1: Like, like I, I I'm telling you, I don't watch the news anymore. I don't watch it because I'm like, I don't want to know. Like, I mean, I would like to stay informed, but I don't want to know what's so. gonna happen later today. I don't know what's gonna I don't wanna know what's gonna happen tomorrow. I don't. I'd rather just see it myself when it happens because I'd, I'd rather just not. Because can-
0: I know. And right now, where are you at? You're in Florida, right?
1: I have been here since February 27th.
0: I know, because uh, you went on, on vacation.
1: For two weeks. And then I got stuck here.
0: <laughs> you got stuck in Florida. <laughs> yeah. You might as well move back to Florida.
1: And that was kind of, so, like, I was looking to do that. I, I came with that purpose. So, like, you know, find an apartment, get a job, all this stuff. And then mm-hmm. COVID was like, nah, you good. I said, oh, you're right. Okay.
0: <laughs> and where is your where is your original um area? Like, where, where do you hear me? Where is your original area of living? <laughs> no, I mean, where do you actually live? I, do you live in Florida? No, I
1: live in
0: DR. Exactly. Yeah. So, now that you've been back in Florida for these couple of months, how do you feel about the difference between being in DR and being in Florida like for Um, you what where do you prefer to be right now
1: right now I definitely prefer to be in DR
0: (laughs) you want to go back to DR
1: for for now just because you know like I mean I have not shared a room in a very long time and I'm (laughs) sharing a room at the moment and I need my own space
0: oh I know
1: (laughs) So, oh, you know, yeah, yep.
0: I understand. Yeah, it's but it's a it's, it's different, right? Is the life like? How is Dr? Is it um more modernized now or? Oh,
1: for sure. I feel like they're actually more advanced than we are here in the U.S. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I get like I get food delivered to me in Dr. That would never think of being delivered here in Florida, like or in for Florida. real, like, I mean, yeah, we, you know, we have Uber Eats here, but McDonald's uses their own delivery service and, you know.
0: In Yes.
1: Burger King too, Wendy's.
0: Wait, but you're, you're saying that McDonald's delivers in, in Dominican Republic?
1: Yeah. What? Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, my God.
1: Not, I didn't know, though. I mean, with Uber Eats also, but they have their own delivery service within the restaurants.
0: That's insane. They should do that here. They shouldn't do that Uber. I mean, whatever. I haven't even tried those Uber Eats how is that? Have you tried that there in Florida?
1: I have. Like when when I was living here before, I have. I used to I used to order from this uh, place called Bento before, where it's like uh, like um Japanese food. Yeah, I, I know would, they have like
0: those bento boxes, right? Oh, they're the
1: be- yeah, they're the best. I would I know, get those their, are so good. I would get their uh, homes, their house salads with a steak bowl. And white rice and a miso soup okay. within like 20 minutes delivered to my house mm-hmm. from uber
0: eats but how do do you have to pay like um um i'm i think i might be stuck like in a cave because <laughs> i haven't used uber eats and everybody always talks to me about that but how does that work do you put the app on your phone do you have to pay like extra fee is it free I mean, I don't know.
1: Well, it's like ordering a cab. You have to put the app on your phone. And instead of mm-hmm. ordering the cab, you're, what you're ordering is for the cab to bring you food. So you order it from the app to the restaurant and the restaurant gives it to the cab driver and the cab driver brings you. The
0: food. Is there an extra charge because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you have a cab driver yeah, they're delivering it to you?
1: And it's the most ridiculous thing in the world. I can order a $10 meal and it'll uh-huh. cost me 20 something dollars to bring it to me my- i'm like really Damn. yeah it's the worst i don't like that part about it i, I no uh-huh. double the
0: cost
1: yeah sometimes con exactly <laughs> con you, con con you. <laughs> Um, but i mean other than that like I feel like everything is well. Okay, even a, a different example. Like if we're missing milk in the house and we don't want to go out and get it, we call the little okay. we call the, the the corner store to bring it to us. The stores are right oh, but in like ZR, right? yeah, it's like, DR. The, yeah. I mean, you know, now that's so West, we, have, we have Instacart. We have uh shipped here in the U.S., which is basically the same thing. You you order your groceries online and they bring them to you
0: yeah I know a lot of people do that the groceries thing
1: that's very convenient because you don't have to go into stores you don't have to be touching anything or bumping into people. you just damn
0: you think, you think that nobody's eventually like gonna go out ever <laughs> I,
1: mean, I mean if you go out now and you see people you're just like, what are people doing outside? Why are people out here right now? Oh the other God. day I saw like I saw a parking lot full of cars I'm like, why? For what? Yeah, go home. Let's all go home. What, why are we all here
0: right now? No. Yeah, there's a lot of people going out now. Like if nothing ever happened. <laughs> it's so much. It's too so much. But for what real, are
1: your I next can't take steps? It. What are
0: your next steps for um for your poetry? As far as like um, now that the open mic, because the open mic stuff isn't. Um, they're not open right now, right? Like any of the open mic spots I used to go to.
1: I mean, they're starting to open up, but no, like you know, people are smart enough to not actually have shows. So now, okay. I, um, back in like April, I met a group of people who are from New York, actually uh-huh. from all, like, most of them are from Long Island. Um, they used to run an open mic show online, and so I would get to, like I would get with them like four days of the week and just hang out with everybody for like a couple of minutes every hour or whatever like every day Um and then I became friends with a lot of them and they actually inspired me to you know start my mm-hmm. own show so I was like cool so you know I did that and it's been pretty eventful lately like you know I, I had a whole separate one on May 20 uh, like at the end of May right after George Floyd died like we, we had a whole show in memory of him um, and it was one of the girls from the show in Long Island who inspired me to do that Okay. you know so I feel like as a community we're all kind of helping each other out like figuring things out
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, open mic wise and I've done many features myself on other shows I've, I've done a lot lately I, I haven't really let it stop me Okay.
0: Um,
1: but you know I mean every Monday on Instagram um, via my poetry page uh, at Alone at the Roundtable, uh, every Monday at six, I try to uh have at least a couple of people on the show with me to do a piece or two, and like we just kind of talk about everything. And I, you know, I, I make it a point to ask how everyone's doing because I know that not everyone is okay right now, you know what I mean? Exactly, I that that's a very important question to ask people right now. How are like How are you for real? You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's such an important thing to ask, especially right now during these times.
0: Well, maybe I should go on one of your lives and uh, uh, speak to you about how I am really doing right now. (laughs) Yeah. And and just say one of my poems that I've written so far.
1: I am so with it. Actually, at 6 o'clock today, if you want to come on, I'm so with it. I do have one other feature. He's my friend's little brother. Okay. He wrote the dopest poem, and I messaged him right away. I said, listen, I am your... I am your brother's friend. I love your work. This is awesome. You have to come on the show. He was like, okay, cool. So I'm supposed to have him on today.
0: You know what's so so nice? I mean, like, I don't want to say so nice about what's going on right now. Because what's going on right now is really just insane out of this world. I feel like there is a lot of separation. I know I said this before, but I feel like a lot of people are getting separated. But at the same time, a lot more people are being united. Yes. Um... And it's just, before all of this, you know, we were all so busy. We never Mm -hmm. had time for anyone or for anything. Yeah. And now we're trying to make time for everybody
1: and everything. Yep. Technology made it easier.
0: Yeah. but this freaking technology, I need to to pick up my game on technology. I mean, I know about technology. (laughs) Yeah, but sometimes I feel a little too old for it.
1: <laughs> I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure the kids can help you. I, I know Jade Fisher sure can.
0: Jade, more like Summer. Summer be like, no, my, you know. And sometimes I don't mean to get like irritated, but she'll be like, uh, no, you can't click on that. You gotta go down there, and then there's like another, you know, thing that you and and, and you can. They don't even say the word icon anymore because icon doesn't exist. <laughs>
1: Oh my god. Do you remember the icon? Yes. Oh my god. What is that?
0: Do you know? (laughs) I forgot what that is. I remember in school they used to say that word icon, but they don't use that word anymore.
1: That's crazy. What what are they using now?
0: I don't even know. An app. App is their words now, or like I don't know.
1: Oh my
0: gosh. What are you gonna, oh, you're going
1: to do your live data, right? Yeah.
0: How did that come about? How did you say, hey, you know what, I'm going to... I think I've said, how did that come about many times? That's because you got a lot of things going on for you, girl.
1: <laughs> well, like I said earlier, you know, my, my friends from that show in Long Island uh, kind of inspired me to do it. Because I was like, all right, well, they have Tuesday through Friday. Mm-hmm. and we don't really do anything saturday sunday mm-hmm. so how about a monday show you know like, and that was when like nobody was at work just yet you know everyone was kind of chilling at home yeah exactly because, like, you know this is a nice little way to kind of end their night like you know like it starts, it starts at six ends usually like at seven or seven thirty whatever the case may be um depending on how many people were on the show that day or whatever so you know it was kind of cool because it, it was like we kind of rotate days, so they okay. So Nat does her show Monday, you mm-hmm. know. We do our show Tuesday through Friday, and then we had one other one of our friends um, who does shows Thursday night at ten o'clock. Uh, so you it was a
0: show of- with the with this other girl. What's her name? The one that I've seen. She has like a reddish hair. Well, actually, I don't know her name. color yeah, colors.
1: Uh, yeah, colored colors. That's yeah. the company from Long Island that I've done the show with. Oh, that's they're- right. Yeah. I, I've been on their show before a couple times and they've been on my show a couple times. yeah, so. and then one of their other friends actually does a show on Thursday nights and that's just like it's it's Instagram after Dark for many people. It, it gets crazy in there, but we Wait, have what the time is the show? show. It's at ten o'clock. What <laughs> day Thursdays
0: Thursdays at ten o'clock, guys. check it out. Yes, where do Barry where Gangloso. should they check this out on Instagram? Which what what's the page? Is it called?
1: Um, no, 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 no. Uh, his is uh Barry Gang Loso.
0: So guys, check it out, Barry. Yeah. Le- Barry Gang Loso. Gang.
1: Yes. It's so much fun. It gets crazy. It's gotten crazy, but it's the best time. I die laughing. Crazy time. like
0: uh, don't have your kids up at that time.
1: Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm, basically. Yep.
0: Is it rated R? <laughs> <laughs> no, my, my daughter's always like when we're putting on movies, like uh, you know, summer. Yeah, she'll be like, "Uh, hey, by the way, people, Nat is my she is my sister-in-law. She's like my sis. Yes. She yes. she she is the auntie to my kids. One of the aunties to my kids. Um, yes. so she knows who summer is. Summer, if we put a movie on, she'll always look at the freaking thing. She'll be like, "No, we can't watch that because it's rated R." Sorry. <laughs> and if it says, you know, mature or like... T- we're not going to put mature stuff for the kids, but right, like right. certain scary movies and stuff or, or things like that. And then she'll be like, no, that's only for 13-year-olds or 14-year-olds. Sorry. And she's only going to be 11. There. But she she's, there. <laughs> she's the, the, the TV police.
1: <laughs> I love it. I truly love it. It's crazy, right?
0: Because <laughs> now, when I was younger, we didn't have that.
1: I mean... We did, but I feel like we just did not pay attention to it.
0: Exactly. Yeah,
1: but now these kids are just too. Smart. They're like,
0: no, we can't watch that. Do you not see the rating on it, uh, Mom and Dad? <laughs> why are you putting that movie on? And I always have to be very like strict about it, but, uh, you know, your brother. I know. I know. <laughs> They'd be like, "Come on! I used to watch these movies when I was younger." Exactly. Like, can they watch it? They're they're grown already. I'm like, no. You have. Right. <laughs> They're underage still. We gotta, you know, <laughs> gotta take it off. And he's like, "You guys never let me see anything." <laughs> so he has to wait. He has to wait till when they go to sleep, and then he can watch his movies.
1: Ay, Dios. <laughs> That's
0: what it is. We gag. And he's like, "I can't wait till you guys." He he always asks. He goes, "What what age do you think is appropriate for these kids to watch what I want to watch?"
1: <laughs> oh,
0: I'm like. Oh. uh, maybe after <laughs> like 15 16
1: yeah you know that makes like i mean even me at my age now i do not like watching certain things i i will not watch them because i'm like as a kid i wasn't allowed to watch yeah like, yeah a, yeah so yeah I'm, just like, I'm still not gonna watch them no because... certain movies
0: you can't you can't put on for them right now because then it just yeah. like messes with their minds you know let them right. be a little bit big older right um
1: Oh man, that's too so funny. They're, they're There's so many people, people
0: in this house. Everybody wants to watch. So one wants to watch animation, you know. The <laughs> other one wants to watch like kung fu fighting, and
1: it's
0: like, what? <laughs> people. Let's make um, compromise.
1: Right. I feel like I can already tell who wants
0: to watch the animation, who wants to watch the kung fu. Yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Those I, I some kung fu movies. I'm like, and you hear me? I say kung fu. I'm so nasal. Kung fu. <laughs> Some of those movies, I'm like, uh, I like them, but I don't like all of them.
1: <laughs> yeah, no. I, my dad loves them. I'm like, no, I can't do this. Because well, your
0: dad is a king of movies.
1: And so is my brother. Exactly. So.
0: He's, um, he, we've, I think we've seen all the movies that have ever existed in this life because we've run out of movies to watch. Any movies because you've seen so lately that you recommend for the people?
1: Um uh, well just yesterday I saw Just Mercy. Okay. With, uh, Jamie Fox and Michael B. Jordan, which was Oh the- yes,
0: yes, I heard about that. It wasn't Mike the- Michael B. Jordan is like a lawyer.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He he's fighting the case for Jamie Foxx, who was wrongly imprisoned for a for a crime that he'd never commit. Exactly. You know, yeah. Basically, life story like you know, life right now with the with, with the justice system. Um and it's Michael B. Jordan's job to prove that he's innocent. Exactly. It's it's a great movie. And uh, the other day we also saw um, we also saw the High Note. I love oh that my movie.
0: god the that's
1: no. at the end. i was like oh no way.
0: Just slap me right now because that movie was so I cry like a little baby. Yeah, it was just was, so
1: was
0: it was kind of like it has little like corny parts you know like the young yeah. love and blah 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 I've been down that road um it was cute and it was very and she is good I don't know I Tracy I don't know her full name
1: Tracy Alice Ross. oh my she god my daughter.
0: she yeah she, she is amazing I love her. she's such like I she i when i see her like i see like I, and i love her fashion have you not do you follow her on instagram yeah
1: jesus I christ she's great she's great i love her she's the best <laughs> she's,
0: she's, she's amazing she, just her whole character is like you know like move over i'm in the room like all eyes on me i'm here just like her mother exactly she has that like i I, I don't want to say like she has that swag about her but she has that swag like she has it yeah
1: it it, it's the level of confidence that she's always had i feel like she's always been that way you know she's i love her she's the best
0: i love also the fact that she's very um she's very like she could be into comedy she could Mm -hmm. be serious she could be all types of characters and it just fits well with her you know
1: yeah, she, she embodies the characters that she plays very well.
0: Very good. Very good. good. But yeah. yeah, and they even mentioned Michael B. Jordan. And I remember he was supposed to be like her boyfriend coming yeah. over.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, I wish. I was like, oh, girl, show me. <laughs> Is that your so, crush? See- Is that your actor yeah. crush? Yes. One of them. But that's like the main one right now. He's just great. Yeah, he's... <laughs>
0: Actor too. He can play all those roles as well.
1: Yeah, he's very good. Him. He's he he's also very diverse in his characters. I mean, he did Creed and Creed too, and then he does, yeah, and then he does this one, uh, Just Mercy, which was a more serious role than the one he played in Creed and Creed 2.
0: Yeah, he's good. Oh. he's good. And even even the I don't, I always say the guy from The Sinner. I should know his name. I he played the dad, but he's. But he's the dad in High Note of the girl. And she's good, too. Oh, I don't know her name either. Uh,
1: Forgive me. Uh, Dakota Johnson. She but is, she is
0: very good, too.
1: Yeah, she is the girl from uh, 50, the Fifty Shades movies. She's she's pretty yep.
0: good. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. She's good. Um, I've also... The, I think the best part about this quarantine for me, though, has been the versus battles.
0: Girl, don't even get me started on versus. <laughs> I was just talking. I was just speaking about that. What has been your favorite versus battle, by far,
1: Um, out of all the ones?
0: What is what is? Let's say what are your top two favorite ones?
1: Okay, because I I was gonna say I have two favorites. I can't just choose one. Um, okay. The first favorite one was the the two reggaeton producers, uh, Looney Tunes and Tiny. Because okay I, you know being here in florida at a young age i kind of grew up on their music you know of
0: course yeah
1: it was like early daddy yankee early it's a florida yard. thing right <laughs> you know uh like, like i grew up on all that and then Tiny had like bad bunny singing and they like i was like oh my god oh no
0: damn yeah. i wish i could go to a bad bunny concert
1: me too i love <sighs> <that. laughs> Uh, and then obviously, you know, the second favorite was John Legend and Alicia Keys. That oh, yes. Beautiful. Oh, that was beautiful.
0: That was just out of this world. That
1: was beautiful. I just feel like I thought that they were going to play more piano and not like play the actual song, you know? Yeah. 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 But I was like, either way, because I mean, again, like with these versus battles, you learn things about these um, artists and producers that you mm-hmm. know before. Mm-hmm. For, for example, who would have thought if they didn't know already that John Legend is responsible for the beautiful pianos on Lauren Hill's Everything is Everything?
0: Oh, Lord. That's why I said, I said he needed to give me a sla- He needed to slap me because I was doubting it. Because, you know, I like John Legend, but when I was like, oh, him and Alicia Keys, eh, Alicia Keys got it. But he surprised me.
1: Yes. A whole That's lot. Why I told Omar. That's why the day, like that day, when Omar called me after the battle was over, he was like, "Oh, well, mm-hmm. I'm gonna hang up on you right now." I was like, oh. I was "Like no," because
0: oh, because like, you said John Legend.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was like, "Look, Omar, like he has Lauren Hale under his belt, production wise."
0: Yeah, he's good. He's good.
1: But also, he has Alicia Keys under his belt, vocals wise, because he does the vocals on "You Don't Know My Name."
0: Yeah, man. And, they were both, free. they had a good vibe together.
1: Yeah, the, I feel like they're like, out of out of everyone that did the battles,
0: mm-hmm. um, I
1: feel like they're like the only two that actually hang out on a regular basis.
0: You, you know? think so? Imagine they go, like they chilled after that. They're like, let's go drink more Ciroc. I don't know what bottle it was that she pulled out of there. <laughs> she, <laughs> I mean, she pulled out knows? some bottle.
1: Who knows? And she's who
0: like, knows? let's chill.
1: Yeah, because I feel like, you know, like because her, you know, her husband being Swiss beats like I feel Mm -hmm. like like they have people coming in and out of the house at all times who are major producers, major singers, major rappers. Mm -hmm. Their son is a producer already. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, their son, I think his name is Egypt. Their their oldest one. He did a track for Kendrick, Kendrick Lamar's album a couple of years ago.
0: Like, oh damn!
1: Like, and he's only a kid. You can't tell me that like, that family produces greatness. You know what I mean? And I damn. love Alicia. I do, but I feel like John Legend definitely won that battle.
0: From oh no, no, no. I'm gonna debate there.
1: <laughs> Go ahead, debate me because I'm ready for this.
0: Let me tell you something. John Legend is great. He has his greatness, but Alicia Keys. Is one and only.
1: She is, and I. She is
0: her. one and only, and she is like a powerhouse. You know, they say when an artist is a powerhouse, she has it all. Yeah, and I hope she continues it. And I hope she c- comes out with more music. Did you hear the song? Her like one of her even like John Legend's last song. Yeah, like, I don't know if it's called Selma. Is it called Selma, Selma?
1: Um, the last yeah. one he did was Glory.
0: Glory, Glory, that one. Oh damn. Yeah. I didn't hear that. I've never heard that song from him and I heard it and I I automatically added it to my playlist. Yeah. But also Alicia she had this one last song that I was like damn. Yeah.
1: That uh, uh a good day to die or something a good way yes,
0: to Yes. 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 It was yes.
1: beautiful. They're both beautiful, but the John Legend song I heard, I had heard it at the Oscars a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. Him, him and Common did that performance together. That that was dope. Um, and I heard his new album. I loved it. It was great. I listened to it this morning, actually. Oh, to- oh my
0: god! What about when they played? What about when they played um, "Higher" with the Nipsey Hussle? Oh, uh, that was yo. That
1: was, that was beautiful.
0: That was insane. I was like, wow. He has like, if he, he that's. I'm happy that he added that. And I know a lot of people i yeah. very proud that he added that song cuz that was just course. like wow.
1: Of course. I feel like, you know, that was such an untimely death and for no reason, you know. Yeah, man. So for, for him to do that was beautiful, but Alicia Keys, I mean, listen, Alicia Keys has been a favorite of mine since I was like 9 or 10 years old. That's that's almost 20 years now. She's she's a definite favorite. But mm-hmm. John Legend's pen is just beautiful. Like the song is that he wrote. No.
0: He has he has good words. He is poetic in his words too.
1: Why I like him. Like, for With example, he wrote, Keys. he wrote American Boy <laughs> for Estelle. That's one of my favorite songs ever.
0: You when when he played it, I was like, What?
1: Yeah, I, mean, I was like I, I he I heard, did that. I, I remember seeing him in the video. I remember seeing him in the video. I'm thinking, why again, why is he here? But then he was like, oh, that makes all the sense in the world now. It's, it definitely now sounds like like a John Legend song.
0: Well, there you, yeah, there okay, you go. Oh, why? That's okay, why.
1: <laughs> Got it. And then, you know, with Alicia Keys being in the studio for so many, uh, him and Alicia Keys were in the studio together for You Don't Know My Name. So the fact that he's responsible also for that song, like, you can't, you can't deny it. and And he, he's been around so many of our favorite artists. In the background, you know what I mean? Like he's always been there for Kanye. He's always done work with Kanye. He's uh, he's done work for Outkast, and um mm-hmm. who was it? Uh Will I Am from Black Eyed Peas? Like they've all like Will I Am helped him with ordinary people. I said, huh? Will I am did that? No way. But that was cool. I I just I love John so much. He's my favorite. What did you think
0: about the song Um with Oh, I don't know why I always forget his name. With it's called Rich or I Wanna Be Rich. He played it with um Oh my god. I can't Rick believe Ross? I forgot his name. Yes, with Rick Ross.
1: I like John's part of the song. I'm not a big Rick Ross fan in the slightest. I have never really liked
0: Oh, you don't like you don't like Rick Ross like that.
1: But anything that John doesn't touch I'm a fan of. So that was a cool song. I liked it.
0: When I heard that song, I was like, "Damn, I like this song," and I never heard this song. Yeah, I, what?
1: <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's old. I have to probably check because it. Like,
0: it is an old song. It's an old song. I yeah.
1: Like, I mean, again, any, anything John Legend does is just magical to me. Anything he's great.
0: I like that Alicia played that um, "Way to Die." I think you know the yeah, last song that, that she was played. Dope. I like that. But. I wish she would have played New York last. State of Mind last. Like, I wish that would have been her ending.
1: They kind of played all the good stuff at the beginning. I said, no, this is not how the battle is supposed to go. (laughs) I was like, no, what are they doing? This is wrong.
0: Yeah, that, that, that that New York, I wish you, I mean, that's not one of like her, that's no, actually, let me, uh, let me take it back. That is one of her best songs. But it was like, I, the song that she played last was so beautiful. And, and yes, I added that to my playlist because I was like, I've never heard this song, but yes, it's a beautiful song. And I know why they did what they did because of the whole June, June thing. Mm hmm. But damn, if she would have played New York last, just just that one song last to show the people from New York. And then Omar's like, but aren't they like in LA right now? Yeah. <laughs> they're not in New York. <laughs> you know, and 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 there's so many people watching it that they're everybody is not from New right. York. But that song, I don't know if it's because I'm a New Yorker, I was born and raised in New York, that song is like, it makes me want to, like, hug everybody in New York, everybody everywhere else. Like, it makes
1: me cry. God. That song, like, her version of it yes. makes me cry, but then I hear her with jay yes. and I'm like, okay, I, this song I like, because it, it's a cool song, it's a nice little vibe, but when I hear hers alone, I, I cry.
0: Yes. Yes, I've played it, like, driving in my car, like, I've played that song, just her her verse of it, her version of it, and Jesus Christ is like, oh. Yeah. take over the world you know for sure Um, but all in all that versus battle was like they hit it right on the spot like they got it right
1: and what was your other uh favorite battle because we we said top
0: uh i don't know you know what happened is the whole technical difficulties that they were having (laughs) that made it very hard to appreciate the other battles for sure um, But I like how the baby face one went. In a way, who was it that he did? Ted he did Riley. it with was it with Riley, <laughs> the Ted Riley one? I'll never forget because I always say technical difficulties. Are you pulling a Ted Riley on yeah, me right now? I
1: was like, oh, well, okay,
0: <laughs> no offense, Ted Riley. But I like. Ted Riley's, his songs, and whatnot. But, you know, Babyface just has always been a very smooth character. Yeah. And he kind of, like, complimented everything. Like, okay, you know, I got this. Yeah.
1: He was, I just feel like, for me, a lot of the early stuff that they were playing, I, I was too young to know. So I was like, I can't really watch it because I'm not really feeling it. But there was maybe two or three songs from uh Babyfaces one that I was like, Oh, I remember this song, like uh, No Dignity by Blackstreet and yeah. by Lil Wayne and him. I was like, Oh, okay. These two I know. Everything else, I was yeah. like, mm, what is this? You know? But I and,
0: and then they had the uh, Erica Badu and the Jill Scott one.
1: Beautiful. Yeah.
0: With Jill Scott, I don't know too many of her songs. I only know maybe top Two of her songs, but you know, Erica Badu, that's who I would listen to yeah. growing up.
1: Yeah,
0: you know, and then she did the whole like, DJing thing after, like the after. Yeah,
1: did you see the so after cool. party? No, I didn't. I, uh, what was I doing that day? I, she's just very,
0: like, yo, yeah, I'm putting a to Riley right now, technical difficulties. <laughs> <laughs> That, he I hope I hope he doesn't hate himself for that. <laughs> like,
1: <laughs> that's what you get for making fun of him. There you go. <laughs>
0: <laughs> sorry, 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 sorry. No, but like I was saying, Erica Badu is so mellow. Yeah. I don't know why like her thing is that she just can be so laid back.
1: I think I have an idea. <laughs> <laughs> You can see it in her face usually, but you know, just saying
0: I need to be laid back like that sometimes. <laughs> and just talk like this to everybody and be like,
1: yo I, I, I love know. that one because of I didn't know that uh Joe Scott wrote You Got Me.
0: Yo, you know what a like bomb that was?
1: That was great. And the when- thing is I I learned about that because of the Joe Budden podcast days okay. before. They were talking about it because I think Joe was like, Well, what happens when both, when each of them play, You Got Me? I said, Why would she, why would Jill play, You Got Me? I don't understand.
0: Oh my was like, oh. God. Wasn't that like, that was like a shocker. Like when yeah. she said what she said and she said that she had to perform it because Erika Badu was running late and all this stuff, I was like, What the hell?
1: Yeah, that was so cool.
0: I couldn't believe that. That was so and cool. And that kind of gave me, it gave, it gave me goosebumps because I'm like, oh my God, this girl wrote this song. And then years later, she's doing a battle with the lady she wrote the song for. That's
1: that's beautiful.
0: And she had to perform it. And because of this song, she was discovered herself. Like yeah. she was able to come out and sing herself because just can sing.
1: Yeah, she can. I love her voice.
0: She can't sing. She can sing.
1: <laughs> yeah, for real. And there was a there, during the battle, there was one that Erica wrote for Jill Scott too. I forgot what song it was, but I was like, "Oh, I like this. This is dope." That each of them have songs that, that, that they wrote for each other. You know what I mean?
0: That's a good part about her. So, yeah. who do you hope to be on the next verses? Oh. Who? People. who are you crossing your fingers for for that battle?
1: I I'm trying to see who they can team Justin Timberlake up with for one.
0: Wow, Justin Timberlake. Damn. Because he the man has hits. No, you crazy. Justin Timberlake is like there.
1: He's the man and I saw something like a while back that was like, "Oh, uh, Justin Timberlake isn't invited to the cookout to, to the battles because he's white." I said, did, "Did everyone forget who Scott Storch is?" Because oh, hell no. no, no,
0: no, 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 no.
1: Right. I was no. like, "No, did we forget who Scott Storch is?" Because-
0: you cannot do that. That's insane. Don't right. separate the people because you can't. You can't do that.
1: Right. But that's what I'm saying. Like people were like, "Oh." You know, Justin. J- Justin can't come to the battle because he's white. I'm like, okay, but what about Sky Storage? Y- y'all, let him in, perfectly fine.
0: No, and, and, and it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Right. The whole, the, and I keep get, I keep saying that. White, black, Spanish, Asian, Indian, oh, uh, you know, European, wherever the hell you're from, you got to unite. Right. You got to unite, you make beautiful music together. Actually, which is right. crazy. Right. So. No, nobody should be excluded because of any type of race. And and Justin Timberlake, I you know I can't say that he's he's worked with Timberland. Timberland is not a white man. Exactly. So how is he racist? He's not racist.
1: Right. I mean, and and look at his catalog: Pusha T, Pharrell. Oh, he's worked with so many
0: artists that you know diverse artists. Like yeah. you cannot say that, that man is racist.
1: Right. No. No. Never. Like that's the furthest from. it. I would actually like, like to see Pharrell with somebody. Hmm. I feel like maybe Pharrell would kind
0: con- Zimbled- Justin
1: No, no. Because Pharrell would have to be it would have to be just beat wise, not song. Not song. Like
0: like pop wise, because Justin Timberlake is more pop.
1: Right. But with Pharrell than anything. It's like he he's an he's an incredible producer before he's a rapper to me. You know what I mean? So, you want to
0: do, you want, are, who are you saying that you want Pharrell to battle?
1: I would like to see a Pharrell and Kanye battle.
0: Oh, hell no. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. That would be, Incredible. you wouldn't do, you wouldn't do, you wouldn't do Pharrell and Timbaland?
1: No, because Timbaland already did one with Swiss.
0: Oh, that's right. They just do so I feel like, But Kanye and, Kanye and Pharrell, wow. Yeah.
1: Because both of them have songs with Jay-Z that they can each play.
0: That would be me. That would be insane because they're both really good. I Like, Kanye has some really out-of-this-world yes. beats. Yes. Like, when as soon as he... As soon as you hear that fo- first note from Kanye's beats, it hits... Like, it hits like, hard. You know,
1: you know what I mean? Like, you, you, like with Kanye, you just know. And then with Pharrell, you also just know. So it's like, come on. let's.
0: And Pharrell has like those, I'm going to dance, I'm going to do this, I'm going to dance type of. Like, he makes you want to dance, yep. basically. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I like Pharrell and I like Kanye. But Kanye has just these beats that are like, they hit hard. Yeah. They hit hard. Like, I don't know. That's going to be hard.
1: Yeah. I'm excited for it, though. If that were to happen, that's what I would like to see.
0: That would be a good one. Yeah. That would be a good one. Yeah. And we were saying here the other day, um uh Beyonce and
1: Rihanna. Oh that wouldn't be fair. <laughs> Why? That be fair because <laughs> okay, Rihanna is managed by Jay Z who happens to be married to Beyonce.
0: Of course, but I
1: just you know, I just feel like but I don't know. I feel like Rihanna has a specific sound to her that Beyonce might. I don't know. I'm not gonna say lip on there. You
0: can make. You can mix business with.
1: <laughs> I mean, look at look at this. Uh, Swiss Beats went ahead and put his wife in a battle with with her friend. I said, ooh. I said, who
0: Exactly. You can not mix business. Right. With Hello. I, 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 I,
1: Beyonce and Rihanna, maybe. Maybe. I just feel like if we're gonna do a diva off for real, Mariah Carey and Beyonce. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Oh, hell
0: no. <laughs> you know what it is? Well, you know what? Um I I oh my god, I even think about that. You know, we were also here talking about that. Like, who will we have Mariah Carey um we- battle? And, and look, you do you hear what we're saying? Like, who would we right. have? Like, if well, we're in I charge mean, of the right. versus. Um, and we couldn't think of anyone to so battle that Mariah. That's
1: the only person.
0: And no, yeah, because that's right. Um, Mariah has a lot of, like, dance hits, pop hits as right. well. Damn, that would like, be crazy. I mean, for
1: me, I did my own, like, fake versus battles in playlists. I have a I have a Britney versus okay. Christina, because that's been a thing ever since I was a kid. I
0: did. You know what? I mentioned that here, and and I was uh automatically <laughs> shut down. They were like, no, no, you cannot do uh Britney Spears and Christina because Christina would uh, like just
1: she would just I like mean, crush her. <laughs> voice wise, maybe because Christina has an incredible mm-hmm. voice. I I am now admitting to that. 20-something years later. But...
0: Yo, but, she has an amazing voice. Even though, she, uh, you know, like the Star yeah. Spangled Banner didn't work out for her. But <laughs> she has an but,
1: amazing voice. Brittany has just always been my favorite person. I I love Brittany as a person for the longest time. So, if we're going off of music, Christina would for sure win. But if we're going off of favorites, for yeah. me, it would be Brittany. So, what I did was I'm, I carefully curated a playlist that would match each other's songs it's not that bad i'm like this would mm-hmm. this would be what they would do in the battle now and then i also did
0: um can we go check that um verses that you made on
1: my spotify i'll actually send you the playlist once we're off of here because it's a dope one um and then i also did uh back boys and in sync Cause again, since I was a kid, that was like that was like the thing, like oh, you know, this boy band is better than the other boy band. I said, no, guys, you're you wrong. I like I like both of I liked
0: um I like both of their music Marina. right now. It was hard but to like, choose.
1: To me, you know, NSYNC was just like, the cuter boy band because they were younger, but back mm-hmm. when I was grown. And I was like, mm, Actually- this is not working for me. I don't like this. But. Uh, <laughs>
0: You said Backstreet Boys yeah. was grown because you, were, you weren't grown yet. Because yeah. <laughs>
1: right. you weren't grown yet. Right. You know, you were right. younger. I right. said, uh, right. Insync was more like a younger looking group because Justin Timberlake was a baby.
0: Uh-huh. We know so you like, had crushes. Yeah, Justin,
1: Tim- Justin Timberlake <laughs> and Nick Carter.
0: We know you Justin had crushes. Nick
1: Carter, both of them. <laughs> However, just for me, Insync had the better music collectively.
0: Music. they have very um uplifting young people music you know but backstreet uh like you said it was more for the a little bit a little tiny bit older maybe like late 20s yeah. older and, like, crowd
1: teenagers because yeah. when i discovered who they were i was like seven or nine years like i was like between seven and nine years old i know any better you know but in sync, yeah, is
0: just uh, so, so perfect in every single way. do not like, like Everybody loves them. Like, I love them, <laughs> girl, girl, girl.
1: Oh, <laughs> Let me tell you.
0: <laughs> um, but yeah, so with all yeah. this stuff, with all this music, with all this talent, with everything that people decide to do, like in sync, they got together and they said, you know what. Let's form this group and we're going to make our dreams come to life. Backstreet Boys, Britney Spears, Christina Aguilera, Beyonce, Rihanna, Alicia Keys, John Legend, Rick Ross, all these people, they said, even Swiss Beats, they said, this is our passion, For this sure. is our purpose. This is what we are going to do and we're going to get it done. So your purpose, Natalie, what is your purpose in life? My
1: purpose is to inspire people who have not always been given the right chances to just keep pushing forward until they find what's right for them.
0: That's right. That's how it should be. So y'all out there have heard the word.
1: (laughs) got to find what you like to do because once you find that and you feel like you can make something of that, that's when you figure out like, okay, this is what I came here to do. You know what I mean?
0: You're right about that. That's a hundred percent. Emoji, <laughs> emoji one hundred. With a strong <laughs> arm. <laughs> so I wanna give a special thanks to Miss Nat the Poet for joining us today thank at Quirkyville. No, thank you. It was a pleasure. And God bless. And if you guys can remember Monday nights, yeah, no, not Monday nights, Monday like evening, six pm live
1: roundtable for roundtable.
0: Can you? You let the people know what what is the Instagram page they need to go for for those and live at videos.
1: The at the round table for round table Mondays. And on my IGTV with the same name, you can always find episodes to prior shows as well.
0: That's right. So if you want to hear the good words of the people out there and some inspiration, some motivation, some feelings of what they are going through in their life and maybe that you guys can relate to and will get inspired will be inspired to you know do your own thing or spread the word word. um check her out mondays at 6 p.m live on the gram Quoted by Paul Engel. Poetry is ordinary language raised to the nth power. Poetry is boned with ideas nerved and blooded with emotions all held together by the delicate, tough skin of words. I hope you have enjoyed listening to the show today. It's time to exit Quirkyville now. Till next time. Peace out.